Hello and welcome everyone. Today I will be in conversation with someone iconic. I love this woman for being who she is. She is a Buddhist nun from Nepal who has broken the barriers. She has popularized Buddhist chants throughout the world and is known as a singing nun, as a rock star nun. She has performed across the globe in many countries and she has authored a book which has been translated into 11 languages which is called Singing for Freedom. Annie Choing Drolma is also UNICEF's goodwill ambassador to Nepal. Hello Anila. Hi. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How about you? I'm very well. I'm doing very well. Today I'd like to welcome you virtually. I never thought I'll do this but virtually <laughs> I'd like to welcome you and thank you so much for doing this. My pleasure and I'm so proud of you doing such a wonderful work. Thank you so much Anila. So, you know, I want to ask you how did your beautiful journey start? You left home at the age of 10. Uh I left home at the age of 13. I decided okay. I made the decision to leave at the age of 10. but actually i went to the monastery at the age of 13 well and it what was gave uh, well the the courage came from my strong desire to be happy and to be free from a very um uh, unpleasant uh, environment that i was in because of the domestic violence i should say this entire world is is locked down and and we're listening to news coming from everywhere that the there's a sudden rise in in domestic violence and you know what yeah. would you like to tell people about the same there is huge number of cases which have come up in india i don't know about rest of the world but i'm sure it has come out in the rest of the world as well what would you like to tell these people well it's very unfortunate but then it seems like um, very ignorant human behavior which is like uh, always uh, they love to show their uh, frustration their their insecurities on someone who is much weaker than them that's what according to what they think and often at home it's always either the kids or the wives you know so they always the men try to bring out their frustration their insecurities and their confusions on the person who really are vulnerable uh according to him wife and children are the one who will easily take his frustration and who deserves to take his uh, violent behaviors you know he takes them for granted so it's so sad and ignorant very ignorant um, human uh, nature i don't know if it i should say it's a human nature but it seems like we in in our society such a culture has been you know carried down in the name of so called culture or the religion you know the superiority the false uh, understanding of false conception of false perception that man care seems to carry in their mind is that they are allowed to bring out their frustration their ignorant uh, arrogance of uh, of them being superior is really sadly you know bad in the society in which they don't seem to realize that it's something wrong with them you know it's not a right it's not the right way to bring down their culture or transmit the right uh, 
values and the culture to their children you know ignorantly they somehow indirectly they do transmit this kind of mindset and behavior to their children too so it's very sad but then at the same time we should not be discouraged about uh, the fact that nowadays more and more women are becoming aware and uh, more educated and then and are able to bring some courage together to say no to the violence true you know yeah so that is and a very good news yes i took the courage to say no to that you know and uh, i'm master of my own happiness i cannot expect someone else to be master of my happiness and my well-being really of course a uh, little support little understanding is very wonderful thing to experience uh, from the families or the friends but at the end uh, you are the master of your own happiness so you cannot totally rely your happiness on someone else or you cannot totally blame uh, someone else for your own uh, miseries until and unless you say no no one can say no for you very beautifully said anila what i would like to ask you is that you were in the monastery for so long and after being in the monastery for so long you were you were practicing your uh, hymns and chants and then once one fine day all of a sudden a person comes into your life and this is a man again steep tibets who's an american musician and he comes mm-hmm. to your life and he he yeah. seems to have changed everything so till now you were singing how was that experience and tell me mm-hmm. a little bit about this incident well uh, i'm sure um, you know it must have been in my my destiny you know uh, i'm sure i must have done really good amount of good deeds in my past life uh, you know to be able to get into such kind of uh, 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 next shift of my life from a monastery to 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 tour around the world giving concerts and singing something i mean singing is something that always made me very happy really i i'm so grateful to steve tibbets for for really helping i mean holding my hand and pulling me to the next uh, level of the depth uh, the profound deep uh, uh, calmness the tranquility that they seem to express from listening to my music is amazing i feel truly blessed actually <laughs> but did you ever realize yourself that how amazing your voice is when someone else says that to me i really am grateful for that i feel blessed but i can never claim that i have the best voice or i have uh, have wonderful voice uh it's true that i enjoy singing i mean it's been a kind of a best tool for me to really do the inner inner journey of myself you know and um, which is actually the practice of my meditation and it really helps me to get back to my own primordial uh, in it nature and to be able to relax in that state of mind is something that rejuvenates myself uh, and uh, and that helps me to maintain my my serenity i should say <laughs> now you are a nun who uh-huh. does not fits into that box of being a nun a, a nun so called I mean, so called nun so called nun yes okay. so what are the things that you do differently well i don't know if i do anything differently i mean according to the conservative 
very conservative idea of being a nun is something totally different from what I am, I, I, I should say. According to the society, a conservative nun as according to them, the good nun, so-called good nun, is someone who never complains, who never takes the courage to f express the, her inner desires uh, uh, or inner understanding of what really the Buddha's teaching is. But my understanding capacity is that Buddha, Buddha's teaching is about, uh, you know, act skillfully and according to the time and place and people. But the most important thing is to be kind and thoughtful in everything that what you do, whether you're in your thought process or your, your verbal uh, action or your physical action, whatever you are engaging yourself into. You, most important thing is to be kind and thoughtful about yourself and your people around you and everything around you. So that's my understanding. And that's what I try to really make sure that I follow. Uh, besides that, I don't believe in being uh, hesitant to explore or, or express myself uh, is about something that is exciting me or something that is bothering me or something that is and right or wrong about what is happening around you. And uh, so I, I took the courage to express my inner, inner feelings. You know, I said, I want to be free. I don't want to be suppressed. I want to, I want to be given good logic to what I'm not supposed to do. I cannot simply follow things which are, I've been told to do be, just simply because um, somebody who's up there the superior is telling you to do. So I need convincing <laughs> logical explanation on that. And I take the courage to, you know, to understand that uh, with, of course, with the respect, you know, uh, it doesn't mean when you become rebellious doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be rebellious in a very ugly or a violent way. You can be, you can be able to do that in a very elegantly and very uh, respectfully. You know? That is wonderful how you said. I, it just <laughs> reminded me of uh, school days. In school, you were always taught to speak. You were always taught to learn and mug up stories and poems. But one thing that the education system did not teach us was to question. I mean, when I was in school, my teachers used to tell me that with every small little problem that you have, that could be you know, a word that you're not understanding, or that could be, that could be a simple phrase that you don't understand. Question, ask us, tell us, so that mm -hmm. we can tell you mm -hmm. as much as we know. So, you know, it is beautiful to question mm -hmm. because when you question, you sort of, you, you do not just agree to whatever has been told to you. And you said it very beautifully. So it just reminded me of my school days. Anila, my question, next question yes. to you is that you have been doing a lot of humanitarian work, not just uh -huh. for the girls, but you're also helping the government. You're also helping the people of Nepal. You started a hospital. So you have taken many initiatives as an individual or as an organization. And this is what I tell everyone that we should not bother about the government. What we should not expect from them that, okay, they are supposed to do this. We should not expect from the corporates that the corporate social responsibility will help us. Every individual has some or the other capability to do something. And 
everyone should do that little bit of their their part and you are doing so much can you tell me a little bit about the beautiful work that you are doing in nepal and around the world well i don't know if i can claim to say that uh, i mean i have done a lot but uh, well i do what i do is because i feel good about doing it and it gives me a sense of um, uh, sense of uh, you know what do you call it uh, i feel useful you know my existence has a meaning you know and uh, when the existence has a meaning and it gives you excitement and you feel good about yourself and uh, your purpose in life is not only about you know complaining about others it's about you know what are there i mean what is there within you that you can contribute or you can offer or you can share and um, what people didn't give you is not about what you really should be worried and uh, annoyed or terrified by so in the same matter i mean i think the governments are with different cap capacities you know and um, the whole concept or the perception that you people when they carry that oh everything has to be taken care of by somebody else that's a very wrong concept that will always you know give you disappointment in life so it's about how you can help yourself at the same time how can you help yourself to help others so that's what i've been i think i mean my with the blessing of my teacher you know i've been raised with such values in my life and i try to really be a good student of my teacher of course i'm nowhere near to any of my any of my guruji's uh, qualities but yet uh, i i do carry the aspiration to you know really follow every footstep of his his uh, his teachings you know so i try i can say i can, i'm trying and i'm happy about what i'm what i'm able to do but of course the aspiration is always there to do better and better in life you know that's human nature the more you get the more you want it's it's human nature so a similar way I, the more i could do the more i want to do because it gives me really deep um, deep inner satisfaction i try to dedicate my ability and my capacity into promoting educational opportunities for young girls in nepal and uh, and because of my sentimental i mean emotional connection with the uh, with the experience of losing my precious mother with such kind of a disease which is called the kidney failure the renal failure failure because of that i i wanted to take care of people who are going through such kind of uh, difficulties and so not only that but whatever in whatever field there is there is a need and and according to the situation for such as uh, these days the because of the coronavirus the lockdown there are things that needs to be taken care according to the uh, present situation so i try to try to fulfill uh the need of that particular situation so i cannot totally say that i don't do this or i don't do that i if there is a need uh and if i'm capable of contributing to that or serving in that matter i'm more than happy to do that very beautiful and you know this is what i keep telling people when people usually say that you know people who are doing work for others are selfless people i said that is your way of seeing it but i see it as inner happiness for individuals everyone for example you just said that it gives you inner happiness and so yeah, i'm very selfish actually selfish. to be honest yes it is it is being very I'm selfish a, actually i'm a, i'm selfish in a very intelligent way <laughs>
yeah and it is it is great it is great because you're being selfish is helping so many other people so many thousands of people in your country and around the world anila my next question to you is that you wrote a book you wrote a book yeah. uh, called singing for freedom and it has right. been translated into multiple languages i think 18 or 19 yeah. languages uh, and so far as i know 15 or 16 okay the last time i read about it i thought it was 18 languages so oh, okay i didn't maybe I'm, i maybe i don't know because i'm really bad at much knowing what is happening around so you you wrote that book and that book around the world people have been reading that book what is the content in the book if you could very briefly tell us about that well the the title itself is about you know freedom we talk about freedom and a lot of the time when people someone like me talk about freedom people immediately emphasize it on the political freedom but it is not what i'm trying to talk at all uh freedom of inner inner frustration the anger the violence that is taking place within you from the experiences of your past your disappointment your frustration and uh, all the all the pain that you went through in your life it really transforms into kind of a very it really imprisons you in it by it you know the the memory of your past uh, the painful past it really imprisons your your whole life and then that's something that is very painful too i mean even worse than the actual actual uh, experience which happened in you know in the past so my story is about a journey that i try to make to free myself from my own that kind of a trap that i am in uh, i'm trapped in my own frustration my disappointments my pain my my sadness of what happened and uh disappointments uh, disappointments of what uh, what i expected and didn't happen and and you know all and then being angry towards you know whatever i didn't like about so this whole thing the memory of all those experiences is always has built up like a cage for me so i wanted to free myself from that and this this book is about the journey of my life in the process of making myself free from that cage and um i cannot say i'm completely 100% free yet but uh um majority part of my uh, my my cage is kind of uh loosen up and uh the more i'm able to free myself from those frustration from those anger those hatred that uh the more and more i'm capable of doing that uh the more happier i have experienced to be more in my life and uh, the more happier i am that's what i can transmit to the others and through my music or through my activities so you are what you are inside too so you can only give what you have you know so people who has a lot of angers and a lot of disappointments they can give only that those who have a lot of love whole lot of understanding and patience they can give that to the world so you can always uh, give what you have so that's and today the freedom that i experience in my life that whether that is in a worldly way or a spiritual way and that's what i 
am capable of transmitting that through to the world through through my music or through my activities so uh, i should say that's the that's what the book is about if that's someone gets to read the, like. yeah if if someone gets to read this book uh it's a book that can make you feel like if she can do it i can do it too you know so it's a book that can make you understand oh yes it is possible to be free from the anger that to uh, anger that you carried uh towards someone who you think has hurt you so much you can be free from that hatred uh towards the person who th- you think that has hurt you so much so these are the these are the process in life that i went through you know and i'm still process going through the process of cleansing myself from it <laughs> so this is a book about that you know and uh, the above all the conclusion part is like it is a book that can make you feel like yes if she can do it i can do it too you know it is it is amazing and i told you i mean i i told you and i'd like to tell everyone the first incidents when i met her was when she was performing in in delhi at india international center and i am a music lover so i might not know who annie choing was at that point of time this is 8 years ago but i wanted to listen to her but the problem really was that i had a friend along with me and my friend was in a hurry in a hurry because we were sitting there from 10 o'clock and it was almost 5 o'clock now and he was in a rush to go back home he was not used to sitting for conferences for so long and and quite rightly he told me he said i'm i'm your friend i'm your partner for this event you should listen to me and you should leave now and i requested him that since we've sat throughout the day let me just listen to one small single piece of the singing nun and once she sings her piece i will leave along with you and the moment she started singing i think my friend his name is anmol he was mesmerized he did not stand up from there for one hour i repeatedly <laughs> asked him anmol let's go now she's done with her first first one let's go and he did not so you know that is the music that is the power of music and that is the power of your voice anila so i'd request you to sing a small little song for all of us to make us feel happier and make us feel better make us feel positive in this dark time sure i will i would love to sing that for for everyone thank you well before i sing this i would like to explain about what what the song is trying to say um pulgaka in nepali it means in the eyes of a flower the world appears as flower in the eyes of a thorn the world appears as thorn reflection takes place according to the shape of the object what it is trying to say is how everything depends on how we learn to perceive things in our life you know if we learn to perceive things in positive way the re- effect will be positive always you know even you can find the best out of the worst you know it's not necessary always the bad to be the bad actually bad you know can out of the bad there can be something really precious you know like the diamond out of the coal right so um this is what the song is trying to say pulgakama and the most important part of the song says is may my heart always be pure may my words always be words of wisdom may the sole of my feet never kill and never kill an insect 
so I hope everyone enjoys this song. Okay. Bhair bhab kharab ho Pauch ladi ra Bhairi lahi hir chuma Maya gari ra Bhairi lahi hir chuma Maya Gharira Maya Luko Akama Maya Isansara Kaharako Akama Kara Isansara Fulko Akama Fulko Isansara Kaharako Akama Karei Sansara Jukin Chahai Chaya Bostu Anasara Kaharako Akama Karei Sansara Chitta Shuddha Sumiru Boli Buddha Miru Paita Hare Kire Namaros Ramro Akama Kucha Ramre Sansara Karako Akama Kare Sansara Karako Akama Kare Sansara Thank you so much, Anila. Your voice My is pleasure. magical. Thank you. And thank you, everyone. I hope you all enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you Stay so safe. much. And before we leave this, yes. I will. Thank you so much, Anila, for giving your time. You're welcome. Everyone take care. My pleasure. Take care.